If this is empty, this doesn't matter. I'm glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm on cool. Me too. You're doing great, yeah. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. big can't knock the hustle Woo! man i love that song that shit is deep all right welcome back to the go abundance podcast and let's just jump right into our next guest mr kurt bucket Woo! what's up kurt hey pat how you doing good buddy hey where are you man what are you in your garage it looks like I'm in my garage, but it's actually my office. So got a bunch of stuff for for some projects we're doing, and got my I got a massage table back there because I recent recently got certified in fascial stretch therapy. What is what the hell is that, dude? It's a form of stretching that's uh, turning into a big thing. A lot of athletes use it, but it's starting to catch on around the country in recovery and. For older people with you know back and neck issues, and because I'm thinking about starting a stretch studio here in New Orleans with my wife, so I, w- I wanted to get certified in it. So I went out to Phoenix a couple weeks ago for a week and did eight hours a day of learning how to stretch people. <laughs> so, so it has nothing to do with fi- the face, right? The facial. It's not facial. It's fascial. That's like fascial. Yeah, like your fascia system, which is you know under your skin, right over all your muscles. Yeah. So it's kind of a way to stretch all that. I mean, you're stretching your muscles also, but you're also stretching your fascial nets. So it's, it's pretty neat. It's, it's actually awesome. It's, I, I got stretched two hours a day for five days straight because the whole thing was hands-on. So I was, I was either stretching someone or they were stretching me. So I was, I was stretched for like 10 hours that week, and it's the best my body has ever felt. I felt my body felt about 20 years younger. So what exactly is stretching? Is that like pulling? It's, one, it's one-on-one assisted stretching. So instead of, it's almost like getting a massage, but it's, you, know, you know at the end of a massage sometimes they'll do, yeah. do they a pull, few. pull your arm and they pull your foot. And they, yeah. yeah, they'll do a few stretches on you. Well, it's like that, but that's all you're doing. And you're stretching all these muscles that you've never stretched before. Or maybe you've stretched them on your own, but you don't get near as good of a stretch. And you just feel incredible after you feel all super limber and all your neck and back pain and stuff goes away. It's it's incredible. I know Cassidy Phillips was talking about, I don't know if he ever pulled the trigger on this, but he was building a company called Stretch Nation. There's basically, you know, it was a studio, like a chiropractic studio or a yoga studio or whatever. I don't know what it was looking like, but, but it basically... Just to be stretched. I don't. You should ask. Yeah, him that and he. So I did talk to him about it. Yeah, he started a company with some guys called Motion Stretch Studio. Okay. And Hans Box 
goes to the one in Austin, and he's the one who like told me about it. And I was like, well, that sounds awesome. And that's what I need because I have some neck and back issues that have been, you know, just over the years, stuff happens to everybody. And so I started looking into it and I was like, there's nothing like that in New Orleans. I was like, I want one as a consumer. And then I was like, this would be a cool business to start. So my wife and I, we've been exploring starting one here in New Orleans. We're just looking for a space. Is there a franchise you're going to buy? We looked into doing a franchise. We flew out to California and went to Stretch Lab, their headquarters. That's like the largest franchise in the country. And they're, you know, they're spreading like wildfire right now. We liked a lot of what they had to say, but kind of decided that I'm not really a franchisee type person because I don't really like people telling me what to do. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm with you. Was it, and what they want, 10%? Yeah, I mean, when it's all said and done, it's like a 10% off your gross. So, I mean, that's tough on any small business off of your gross. Off of your gross could be 50% of your net. Yeah. If you're so, net 20%, that's half of your net. Right, exactly. And, and the bottom line is I like their stretching. I mean, it's good, but it wasn't as good as this fascial stretch therapy stretching. So you, what are you going to do? What are you going to call it? What are you going to do? Uh, we're thinking about calling it Elastic like Elastic Stretch Studio and thinking about open opening up a couple of New Orleans, see how it goes. And then, you know, if it's successful, it's something we want to, you know, grow larger. We would maybe talk to some people about franchising it or, you know, making it make it a bigger deal. And it's a, it's, it's something that's done on a massage table. Yes. Yes. It's a one-on-one. That's the, the only negative is it's a one-on-one thing. So it's, you know, you have to have, it's not like a fitness class where you can have one teacher and, you know, 30 students. It's, it's one-on-one. So it's more like a massage business. It's, it, it'd be more like a um, massage envy business at the mm-hmm. end of the day, but with stretching. Will you go with that model that the, um, that massage envy uses the, the, what you call it? The subscription you know, model. Subscription yeah. Model? Yeah. That's what we'd want to do. So we'd want to have people paying us, you know, 80, hundred bucks a month you know, take it, out of, take it out of their credit card every month and they would get, you know, one or two stretches a month or however we set it up. So we build a renewal residual income off of it. Now, Ted from Atlanta, I think, who owns a bunch of Massage Envies was telling me that Massage Envies hurting. Like a lot of them are hurting. Yeah. I mean, they have a very expensive model. I mean, I looked into Massage Envy and they're, you know, they're, their build outs, the amount of square feet they have. So they have a tons of overhead where I'm going to kind of do the opposite, get a small space and try to keep the overhead very small, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. People always get killed on overhead. You know, that's where they always make the mistake. Best yeah. is to do like, you know, philosophy of like subway sandwiches, right? Like it's like only room for like one line in, one line out, you know, but just always have a line, you know what I mean? Right. The massage, I mean, they do, you know, they have like a spa and they, I mean, those places seem like they're 2,500, 3,000 square feet. I mean, they, they're probably paying. Yeah. The know. waiting room is like massive and it's all fancy and yeah. yeah. Wow. Whew. All right. So what else? What like, so, okay. So where do you make your money? What do you do? Make my money off real estate, mainly on duplexes here in New Orleans. That's my main thing. So I have like 44 units. And half of them I own myself. The other half I split with a business partner, my best friend. Also starting to make decent money on a, I have a beach house rental in Florida. 
So, and then we're building a second beach house rental in Florida as what, well. What part of Florida? In the Panhandle, so about 15 miles east of Destin. Hmm. So, wow. Why'd you choose that of all of Florida? It's a four and a half hour drive from my house. It's an area that I know very well because we've been going there my whole life. It's a beautiful area, tons of, you know, forests and uh, this white powder sand and bluish green water it's just airbnb you do airbnbs there and, and that sort of thing or yeah we're doing airbnb on our beach house right now so yeah it's doing really well so we're gonna do we the lot two doors down came up for sale so we, we bought that and we're gonna build a second one what are the, so what do the numbers look like on that right now we're grossing we're gonna gross probably a hundred grand a year and we should net out of that 75 i mean i just manage it myself it's not you manage it yourself yeah i mean some of these companies out there they charge 25 percent. yeah that's that's a going rate yeah it's crazy if if all my properties in the world burned down i think i'm gonna go to florida to be a property manager because they're the ones that make, <laughs> they're the ones that make the real money and they don't have to put any up they don't have to put up any capital <laughs> you know you're right about that i mean and that's a i mean there is a lot of work right because you got to manage you know cleaning it out and all that crap right I mean, I don't think it's much work. As long as you have a good cleaner, our cleaner is awesome. So she shows up, you know, when she says she's going to show up and we have a backup cleaner just in case, you know, our first one gets in a car wreck or something. And other than that, it's just having a few handyman on, on dial and just like, a, I mean, when something breaks in my New Orleans properties, I don't, I don't usually go there. I usually text somebody. So it's the same thing in Florida. That's true. That's true. And uh, what do you pay for it? I paid one fifty for the land, five hundred for the build, and like twenty five to furnish it. It's just six seventy five. It's called seven hundred thousand. Seven hundred and seventy five. And we're netting seventy five. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, and I get and I and that's counting. I get I use it. You know. But that doesn't that doesn't. I count use it three or four debt. weeks out of the year, so that's you know that becomes free also. But it, did you do you have debt service on it, or is it paid off? Well, it is paid off. You know, I do have some like private loans out there, but some of it was, it's mixed for a lot of my stuff. So, yeah. Hmm. but yeah, it's paid off. It does not have a mortgage now. Yeah. So if you had a mortgage, it'd be a little different number, but yeah. Well, yeah, that's cool. So you buy duplexes and- we build them. We build them as well. Oh, you build them. Yeah. I've seen some of those online. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. And you know, it was awesome getting to know you and- uh, in Panama, that was real fun. Your wife is a blast. Uh, I like you guys. You're a good couple. And you got three little girls, right? Uh, one boy and two girls. Okay. One boy and two girls. How old? Our son is four, middle daughter's three, and the youngest is one and a half. How's that? How's life with that? <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's, you know, it's crazy, but it's just awesome. The things they say and you know, it's just like, you know, they're just so cute. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, they drive me crazy sometimes, but <laughs> on uh, on Saturday night, we were in Florida. My littlest daughter started throwing up. And then three hours later, my wife threw up. Three hours later, my son threw up. Three hours later, my, my middle daughter was sleeping next to me, threw up all over my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> So I spent the night cleaning up, throw up. and So you're the only one that didn't throw up? Yeah, I didn't throw up. I didn't get sick. You, you, you have the strongest antibodies of, of the entire family. Yeah. 
that makes you feel good, right? Yeah, exactly. I had your green juice today. Yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. Wow, that's great, dude. Wow. All right, cool. So what is your uh, so what's your horizontal income now? So I gross around between forty and fifty thousand a month, and I think I'm netting around like fifteen a month off of that before I pay all our personal stuff. So like fifteen a month, I guess. And then what are your personal expenses? Uh, way too high. So I, um, yeah, like right now we're kind of in a cash flow, kind of negative right now. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat. Well, you pay 30, what do you, is it 20, 30? Yeah, it's around, it's around 20. 20. So. Okay. So you're negative five, right? So, but so, you know, but you're, it's really not, but, but now do you make money from flipping or selling shit too, or is it yeah, just so I make buy and hold? Well, mostly buy, almost all buy and hold, but we do, you know, probably probably sell like five things a year. Like we'll we'll buy stuff from wholesalers and then just sell it as is, and then sometimes we'll do a a, a spec build and sell it. Sometimes we'll do a flip and sell it. But I don't consider myself a flipper or spec builder. That's just rare that we do that. But but we'll buy we'll, we'll buy like two years ago we bought like fifteen properties from wholesalers and we sold them as is without touching them. And we made like a lot of money off of that. And you bought it from the wholesalers. Yeah, we love wholesalers because hmm. some of these guys don't really know the full value of what they're buying, and you know, a lot of times we'll get it. They just buy it and then they add their fee, and their fee never varies, and then it ends up where really it should, you know. Yeah, sometimes we buy it fifty, sixty cents on the dollar, but huh. that's getting a little more rare. But still, sometimes we we get some good deals. Wow. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're at like 75%, you're 75 percenter. So, you know, 15 out of 20 gets paid horizontally. And so, you know, what, what do you think the biggest, what frustrates you most about owning a single family rentals? I mean, because that's a lot of single, what do you say? They're not single families, they're duplexes. Duplexes, um, but yeah. That, you I know. mean, the frustrating thing is liquidity, trying to get cash out of you know, the properties to invest in something else, you know, that's, that's, that's our, my main problem. So, right why is that? Like, um, just the banks don't want to loan on that? Well, we've, I just finished two years of taxes. So I wasn't able to borrow from banks for a couple of years because I was just behind on filing taxes, but I just filed a couple of years of taxes. So right now that's our, our, my main goal is to get a real bank loan because we've been borrow, borrowing from a private oh, you lender. Just, you just fucking didn't even file them? Like you just... Yeah, they owed me. So it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they owed they owed me, so I'm not going to turn them in. Yeah, they owed me money, so <laughs> I just I just owed like a little bit. So it, it you know it wasn't like they were coming after me, but I just yeah I, I was I had sold a business. We had moved a couple times. I just got I just got behind and <laughs> yeah, finally got caught up and filed it like last uh, week. <laughs> well, all right, well, good. Well, hopefully they'll be be okay with what you filed and i'm sure you know if you owe money you know then they'll penalize you though that's the thing they'll penalize you and they'll charge you interest um right on that interesting so all right so um that's one of the reasons i've been cash flow negative because i'm paying you know like 11 percent to some private lender when you know i need to get a bank loan at you know five percent or something yeah i am um, i took a blanket bank loan against six houses for a million bucks and I pay five point seven five, and it's nice. a ten, it's a ten year. It's amortized over twenty, 
which is nice. And it's, I think it's a five year actually. I wish it was 10 years, but yeah. yeah, anyways, you know, you got to go to, once you get it settled, you go to the small little banks, right? And the local banks, they're the ones that do that shit. You know what I mean? Cause they'll do yeah. it on, they'll do it on based on appraisals and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. We're doing that right. We're starting that process right now. Got it. So on your life happiness index, right? What would you say the lowest uh, score that you have? And what, what category has the lowest score in your life happiness index? The lowest would be probably my chill time and my gra- uh, gratitude thermometer is my lowest. I need to get a lot better at that. I have problems telling people how much I appreciate them. <laughs> Don't we all, man? Don't we all? <laughs> I have the same thing. Which I think did you sign up for the the what do you call it, the random act of kindness? No, uh, but I am. That's a great idea. And I am going to do that. I saw it. That'll help you build that muscle. That's going to help me too because I have it the same way. You know what I mean? Like I always come up with what's wrong, but uh, it's hard to come up with what's right. And then when you come up in your mind with what's right, it's hard to verbalize it. You know what I mean? And then it, yeah, I've got. I think I've got a lot of that like German stuff in me where I have you know trouble telling. My parents, I love them. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I, I really appreciate my wife and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, that's a good muscle to build for sure. <laughs> that's uh, that's awesome. So, all right, so cool. So, what's what's the strongest? My strongest is um, exercise and love for work. Mm. So, what are your stats? Like, how much do you weigh? I weigh one eighty five. Mm-hmm. How I'd like to be? I'm five ten. How old are you? I'm 40, about to be 42. All right. And so 185, 5'10". And what's your body fat? I think it was 16% when I looked last time. Is that right? That sound right? That's probably right, yeah. Yeah. I need to lose some weight, but I work out a lot. So I have, you know, I have a lot of muscle and um, I work out every day. And I eat very well. I just eat, I probably eat too much. So... I'll eat, you know, I'll eat, a, I'll eat a big old salad, but it'll be too big and it'll have, you know, too much dressing on it or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I got the same problem, you know. It's, it's yeah. the same thing. I, I have trouble with portion control. I eat very well, but I have trouble with portion control sometimes. And so what are your workouts? I love to walk, you know, listen to audiobooks while I walk. So I love to walk, I love to hike. I go to the, we belong to the little Jewish community center a few blocks away. I'm not Jewish, but we, there's one like three blocks away. So I go there and lift weights. I bike and I do, I usually do like one or two classes a week, whether it's like Orange Theory or there's like a little surfing class here that I do. Just some type of, some, some type of class workout once or twice a week or yoga or something. What's a surfing class? Oh, they have all these surfboards set up inside the studio and you're just like balancing on a surfboard. You're doing, you know, push-ups on the surfboard and, you know, squats on the surfboard, all kinds of exercises all on a surfboard. So it's like, it's making you balance the whole time you're doing the workout. So really, it's a good workout. It's called city surf. And and so you could fall off the surfboard. So yeah, I'm trying to yeah you can fall off. There's some... There's some people that aren't that coordinated. They fall off a lot. Hmm. Yeah, you, it yeah, takes, it takes cool. balance. That's a good workout? Yeah. Yeah. You just sweat? Yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. All right, so let's talk about your greatest hits in life, like like going, going back the last 42 years, man. If you had to like 
pick out the five moments that were, you know, most impactful. Now you have three kids. So, you know, if you say, you can't say each one, you got to say like <laughs> one, one of, that counts as one, you get four left. Um, whatever, whatever you want to say, but what, what, uh, what would you say your five greatest hits are? I'd say number one was when my wife and I were dating and she broke up with me basically because I couldn't really commit. And then, you know, a few months later, I finally decided that I was, you know, after she kicked me in the butt, that I was ready to commit, and she was the one. And you know, I never looked back from there, and we got married. So the, um, great, the greatest hits was her, her, her giving you an ultimatum. Yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, I, <laughs> you know, I'd been dating girls for twenty years, and just tons of relationships, and there was no reason that I didn't want to commit. I was just being a guy. I don't know. I just. You know, guy thing. You get scared of committing to one woman, one woman the rest of your life. Yeah, the same thing happened to me too. You know, I mean, like my wife was like, she was like, I'm moving in. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you're moving in? Yeah, you're, you're, my roommate moved out. And she was like, all right, I'm in. I was like, what? <laughs> but we had been dating six years, you know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, so at some point it was a good thing. I was glad. So uh, tell everybody about how you, how, I think it's funny about how, how you guys met. So my wife was my tenant. Well, I was, I owned, I owned this duplex. I lived in the front and I was trying to run out the back and her and two of her friends came to look at the apartment. And as soon as I saw her, I basically said, I was like a used car salesman. I was like, okay, so what can I do to get you all in this apartment? And they were like, well, the rent's a little high. I was like, what if I lower it $200? So, you know, I was single at the time. So, I, you know, I lowered the rent, got them to move in. So my wife was my tenant. So I was her landlord. That's how we met. So the entire time we dated, she paid me money to date her. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. That's awesome, though, that you, like, you like you know saw her right you i mean you picked her out of the three right and you were like oh yeah oh yeah yeah they were all cute girls but she was she was the prettiest by far she was just just my type so yeah and then you said uh, let me make this work uh, that's awesome yeah that's great okay so what about the other four uh, greatest hits you know having all the kids of course you know it's just that's that's the whole thing's amazing you, you never you know you just don't know anything about it until it happens to you my wife and I spent a year traveling after we got married. So we both quit our jobs, quit work, and we spent a whole year traveling. So that was a greatest hit. And um, the another one is, you know, marrying my wife and then retire. I already said that. And then uh, the day I kind of like retired where my horizontal income was, you know, covering it, all my expenses and I, did, I sold my, I had a spray foam insulation business, so I ended up selling it, and then, you know, I just was casually doing real, real estate after that, so. Yeah, those are awesome, and the spray foam insulation business, now, how long ago was that? I started that after Hurricane Katrina, so, you know, there was hundreds of, th hundreds of thousands of homes that needed to be re-insulated, and I had heard about this product. I had, I'd actually done it to one of our rental properties, and I loved it. It was, you know, super energy efficient. So I started that business in 2006, a year after Katrina, and then you know did that for seven years and sold it. We insulated 3,000 homes, and you know it was a great business, but it was full of stress and full of chaos. <laughs> what do you mean, just having the business? You mean? Ah, uh, just dealing with you know employees, dealing with contractors, dealing with 
you know, customers, deal, anything with construction, delays, you know, it was just a madhouse. And, you know, one day I was driving around, I was doing, a, I was doing all the estimates myself. I was driving around one day, I think I drink drinking eight cups of coffee and my heart started palpitating. I thought I was having a heart attack and I was only 30 something years old. And I said, I am not doing this anymore. And I immediately downsized the business. I basically made my assistant run the whole show and I started looking for somebody to, you know, buy me out. Then how'd you find someone? Had a guy that was a a really good guy that was like an energy raider. And I just, you know, asked him if he was interested and we worked out something and I gave him a great deal because I wanted out and, um, you know, I got out. And and, And that was what, five years ago? That was, I think, 2011, 2012, like seven years ago. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right, cool. Wow. All right. So, okay. So that's your five, right? Yeah. Yeah. What about future greatest hits? What do you want your future greatest hits to be? In great, future greatest hits, it's different from bucket list? You know, no, it could be the same thing. But what, what people say, like, you know, on your deathbed, right, looking back, now you have 10 instead of five. So going back over, say, the next 42 years or, or whatever it ends up being, you know, the next 55 years, what would the five more be? So it would be like, you know, your kids getting married. That, again, that's one. Stuff like that. Okay. Well, I'd like to, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to be around for my grandchildren getting married. Mm. So I had kids a little late, so that's going to be a really stretch goal. So I'd like to be around for my grandkids getting married. That's good, though. I'd like to live in another country with my wife for, you know, at least a year. I would like to, um, I'd like to spend time in the South Pacific and go diving out there, like spend some time in Fiji or, you know, Samoa or something like that and kind of live an island life and go diving every day. And I'd like to start never spending another summer in New Orleans. <laughs> it's <funny. laughs> It's too hot. It's too hot and humid. I want to go to Colorado or California or somewhere in the summers. Yeah. No, I'm with you, dude. I mean, it's, we're in South Carolina and it gets so freaking hot here. We go to Maryland. So for the summer, it's just amazing. I don't know how people deal. I don't, you know what? I don't know how people deal with Arizona or even Texas. Like, how do you deal with that? Like in, a, like in a July? Brutal. It actually gets worse. <laughs> You don't get used to it. It gets worse for me. I grew up here my whole life, and every summer it gets worse. I don't. It's not global warming. I don't think. I mean, I think it's the same. 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 Just more sensitive to it. Yeah, just more sensitive to it. Because now I know the difference. Like I know I can go somewhere else and not be. When I was a kid, I didn't care because that's all I knew. But I know I can go to Col. I know I can go to Colorado and you know be in sixty sixty degrees. Still get the sun, but not have the, not have the humidity and the bugs. Yeah. Yeah. Florida's not bags. Yeah, I can go. I can, you can go on the beach and you have a breeze, and you can go on the water and you feel great. So I, I don't mind going to Florida in the summer if you're on the water. But anywhere inland, ugh, New Orleans is rough in the summer. All right, cool. So so you're coming to Patagonia, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm excited about that. So That's so me. you've been to Argentina before, right? I have. My wife. My wife and I spent two months there. But luckily, we did not go anywhere that this trip is going. Besides, we went to Buenos Aires, but I'm actually not going to Buenos Aires with you guys. But I, we didn't go to the very south. So, I'm, so we're, this trip's going to be 
new for me. Yeah. So what can you tell everybody about South America, you know, that's, that's thinking, well, maybe I'll go, you know, what, what advice can you give and what can you tell us? I um, yeah, I love it. Patagonia is just gorgeous. It's not, it's, you know, it's not too, it's not populated that much. So it's just beautiful nature. The people are super nice, laid back. Yeah. I'm just, I'm super excited about it. And, and you guys drove a car, right? No, we we drove a car from Argentina to Chile. Yes, well, we uh, I'm, Chile, get, I'm getting you mixed car. up with another story. Someone was telling me they drove like through Mexico. Like no, no, that wasn't us. But okay. we um, we we drove a char- car to Chile. That was one of the most beautiful drives that I've ever done. Like you know, it was like a half half a day drive from you know one side of the mountains to the other side. And that was that was an amazing drive. Like nobody on the road. Just like we're the only people on the road for hours and hours. Yeah, that's pretty wild, huh? Yeah, that's one of my happy places down there in the Argentina side of Patagonia. It's just, it's just, it's just so beautiful. It's breathtaking. Yeah, I can't wait. It's gonna be, it's gonna be. You know, I think it's one of the seven wonders of the world. At least I said that somewhere <laughs> in advertising it. But it's uh, Fitzroy is is like, I mean, if you like hiking or or you know getting out, I mean, Fitzroy is is the mecca. You know, or one of the meccas for sure. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, let's wrap this up with, um, you know, kind of a deep question. Like, what would you say, like, what brings Kurt joy? What brings me joy is, you know, putting my kids to bed every night, laying, you know, laying down with them, reading a story. That, get, that brings me joy. Being healthy gives me joy. Because when, you, when you're not, when you're, you know, your back gives, back gives out or something, you can quickly appreciate you know, having health, you know, just being, you know, being with my wife and kids and, and traveling, you know, I, that's, that's what I love to do. I love yeah, bucket lists. Pretty straightforward, isn't it, dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like family, family, adventure, and love, right? You know, and health, right? Like the, like the GoBundance pillars. I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that's awesome, dude. Well, listen, I'm going to put all of Kurt's information in the show notes, guys. If you want to reach out to him, of course, you get him in the, in the Facebook group too. And uh, Kurt, appreciate you coming on today and uh, look forward to uh, getting the goods in the woods with you in uh, Patagonia for sure. Yeah. Thanks, Pat. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. Have a great day. You too. In life, to be honest, I've failed as much as I've succeeded. But I love my wife. I love my life. And I wish you my kind of success. Don't step to me, don't step to me, bitch. Now you can create-